This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Welcome back. It's Friday. I'm sure you can tell by the sound of my voice. Unless you've never listened to me at all before, uh, my voice doesn't sound quite right. And that's because I'm a little sick, you might say. I actually don't feel that bad. Uh, a little drained today. My wife is now sick. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We didn't take any tests, but I have to believe it's, uh, it's COVID we're dealing with. And um, <clears throat> I don't know, to be honest with you, how many times I've been sick at this point. Like I said, I feel okay, but uh, why am I doing the podcast? I guess to <laughs> bring this up, not to talk about me being sick. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this pretty short is my intention, uh, but I'll tell you, uh, I went back and I listened to uh, some of the podcasts, my podcast, this podcast, over this past week, and I haven't listened in quite a while, and I like to do a little QC check. And part of the reason why I don't do it too often is, one, I really don't like listening to my own stuff because... I already spoke it. I don't really need to listen to it again. Um, but secondly, I'm like my own worst critic. And I'm like, all right, you know, every every podcast isn't going to be, you know, some kind of a award-winning oration. I mean, it's not really the goal anyway, and it's not really possible. Uh, having said that, you know, I'm always looking to up my game, and that's part of my uh, personal endeavor with this this hobby, if you will, is to develop my orating skills. The ability to make a verbal argument, the ability to stand in front of an audience and deliver a message, the ability to, to stand in front of people and motivate them, convince them. And when you've heard me talk, um, you know that it's something, it's a responsibility that I, I take seriously. Uh, but I can tell you that my efforts, uh, it's been about, I guess in total, about an, an eight-year, nine-year, ten-year journey, something like that. I mean, I had been doing some public speaking and things like that just by the nature of work that I was involved in. But in the past 10 years, it was I got into stand-up comedy, and then I got into Toastmasters and won some other speaking contests. And then uh, over five years now doing the podcast on top of other speaking things and being on the radio. And uh, it's been crazy, really. Not crazy. Cool. And as a result of that, uh, particularly when armed with a microphone, I've become, you know, quite the, quite the formidable opponent. How many people like to argue with me when I have the microphone? And, um, you know, a big part of that is developing the confidence to do it. you got to keep going. But anyway, um, I don't like to listen because I'm my own worst critic, like I said. And I'm like, I'm not looking for, you know, Emmy Award winning every podcast. But I do want the quality to be high. And when I went back and listened this week, I was really happy with the quality of, of, of what I'm delivering here. Um, not a lot of people are emailing right now, and I don't want to trouble you to, to email me to give me a, a much-deserved pat on the back. Um, but it's okay, because I know how well <laughs> I'm joking around. If you have any negative feedback or criticism, I'd be happy to hear it. One thing I did notice is uh, this banging of this microphone. I'm sorry I was doing that. I didn't realize that was even happening. I'm actually thinking about that. I was so happy with this bass and this swing arm bass. I think I thought it was great on my end. I should have checked it sooner. It was driving me nuts when I was listening. I can't believe nobody complained to me about that. 
You guys got to let me know. I mean, I'm like, I'm about to jump off a cliff and nobody says a word. Thanks. No, you, we got to work together here. I'm sitting here, you know, picking my nose thinking nobody's watching. There it is on Facebook. You got to help me out. <laughs> Can't let me be embarrassed like this. But anyway, short of that, this week I kind of repeated things a couple of times, but I don't know that that's so bad either. Got a lot of compliments on the, on the quality of the content. I think that what we went into, not too deep, but deep enough to be intriguing. I don't know. Like I said, I welcome your feedback. But the bottom line is I was, I was like, wow. You know, I, it's five years in, and I'll tell you, I think I could hang with the tops. I really do, both in my arguments and my ability to deliver it. Am I wrong? Am I fool myself? Tell me what you think. I can take it. Tell me what you really think. Somebody listening right now is going, oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> Let me know. Why? Tell me why. Tell me how to improve, for God's sake. I put all this time in. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. Anyway, I was happy with that. And I thought, you know, I don't want to not do the podcast today. I really wanted to do every day. And here I am, um, not really able to deliver to you certainly what I had had in mind. But I don't know that it makes a big difference anyway. Uh, My wife now, like I said, is sick. Uh, She's in bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. She never does that kind of thing. One thing my wife is not is lazy. And uh, to see her going to bed is a little strange. I was pretty much wiped, too. I think I've been kind of denial. There was just like a head cold or something. But that's what I want to talk about for a second, too, with this whole COVID thing. I don't know if it is or it isn't. We haven't taken tests. Um, I had to go out in public. I did wear a mask just to be careful. But uh, let me tell you, it's been kind of rough at times. Like the the first night, I don't want to over-dramatize. I don't feel too bad. I've been sicker, put it that way. But like it was so bad, like the phlegm in my sinuses. I would breathe in, and it would cause me to cough, and I'd cough, and it would, like, choke, and I'd go to breathe. It was like this <coughs> horrible, like you want to hear that. You're welcome. But it was, like, seriously, like I couldn't breathe. Like, holy crap, am I going to end up on a freaking ventilator with this shit? I don't know. What the hell have these Chinese done to us? And it's unbelievable. To, you know, look, I don't know what happened, you know. You know, you want to finger the Chinese, it's easy to be mad at them, right? Them, them. I don't know. I was got behind a Chinese guy on the road the other day. I don't have any beef with this guy. I don't have any beef with the Chinese people. They make all this stuff that we buy. What are we, what are we complaining about the Chinese for? Okay, so they stole our technology. We bought it back anyway. Cheaper, anyway. And not that I'm saying that the Chinese have always been fun and fair, but I don't think we have either. I certainly don't think we need to be going to war with China, do you? Not getting that whole mantra. Although that seems to have dried up a little bit, too. All the war talk has dried up, really. Ukraine, you don't hear anything. It's very strange. It's, it's like this very dystopian news cycle. And I think it's part of the reason why I'm seeing the podcast response, or lack of, I should say. People are just seriously disillusioned. Throw in this little banking crisis. I didn't even look at the headlines today. Let me pull up. See what we got. Credit Swiss bailout, not good. Um, Russia visit. Um, Z pursues an effort, uh, effort to upend U.S.-led global order, of course. Beijing shipping rifles and body armor to Moscow. Um, Pentagon mobilized to support tech startups after bank failure. Wave of stealthy cyber attacks hits U.S. private networks. What is this going on? 
I wasn't aware of any of this. Um, oh, my God, these pop-up commercials and crap. You know, it's unbelievable. I, there's another thing I was going to ask you. Is the Internet dead? You know, I, I noticed that the podcast traffic, the email traffic, uh, gab, like just some things just going completely unnoticed. Um, I'm like, where's all the traffic? It's not on Twitter. I don't think so. In the hours after the Silicon Valley Bank collapse, Pentagon officials who work directly with startups that develop national security technologies grew increasingly concerned. Would startups that had money in the bank need to stop work? If that happened, would there be supply chain disruptions? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So you're telling me that the Silicon Valley Bank was a national security risk? I don't think so. I'm thinking more like scam, 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 scam. Who had money? Who's All of this should be made public at this point. If one penny of public money, it's not a bailout. I don't see that happening yet. I could be wrong. I don't know. Jim Bros eating dog food for protein? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Anyway, I don't see a little bit about the banks. Big banks to the rescue. Golden uh, Sachs boosts recession odds. Say we're going into a, rec- a recession. But <laughs> indictment watch. Looming Trump charges threaten to inject chaos in the campaign. That they're bringing back Stormy Daniels. I can't, she already admitted that nothing happened. She should be arrested and, and sued. I think he did. When does this crap end? It's just we're, we're digging up the old bodies from the from the 50s elections. What about this? What are you talking about? It's a classic sabotage tactic, which is what they do. Pentagon to first test first in-space laser beam. Great. Pentagon releases video from Russian fighter jet crash with drone. Will NATO respond? Yeah. Let's start World War III over this drone being 10 miles off the Crimea border. That we provoke that, and they're going to use that. How much more evidence do you need that the United States is the one provoking the war? I don't want to get too worked up. I'm going to start coughing. I'm hoping to come back Tuesday if my uh, Tuesday. I'm losing my mind. Sunday. We'll see how I can hold it together. I like doing the Sunday podcast. I think it's a good way to set up the week. Anyway, here's a couple stories I have for whenever I come back. The New York legislature turned back the governor's budget, wanted more spending. <laughs> kid you not. Ukraine has already lost, according to this article from Politico. It's not what they're saying. Ukraine doesn't have any time to waste. The excuses are already starting. Where'd the money go? Christian school that forfeited girls' basketball game because the other team had a boy on it. They have now been banned from the entire sports uh, league. Are these the mothers that have been on Adderall their whole lives? Who's driving this mayhem? That you're going to force the girls to be with boys in the locker rooms and nobody thinks this is a problem? Who, who's doing this? You're telling me the 5% that, that are trannies are pulling this crap, pushing everybody around, forcing our kids to be in, 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 in locker rooms? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You think for one second the parent of, of a boy that forces himself into the locker room with my daughter, you better believe you're going to have a freaking problem. I kid you not. These people are so demented and so sick. I don't know where these stories come from. This is, I think this was in Vermont. We haven't seen anything like this here. God help me. 
God help me, I hope it doesn't happen here. God bless the dumb, fat bastard who has the gall to put his son in the locker room with my daughter. Wait do you see what happens. Wait do you see what happens. I'm going to move on. Told myself not to get upset. Space Chief says China's developing an anti-satellite satellite. It's probably already there. Illinois has a new mandatory vacation law. I have mixed feelings about that. Should countries, countries, companies have to offer mandatory vacation? No, free market. Eh, I'd say yes and no on that. Maybe we'll talk about it on Sunday. We'll see. Steve Bannon and this Chinese businessman arrested. Another political prisoner? I don't know. I got questions about Bannon. Trump's threat of a third-party run is undercut by sore loser laws that were passed in several states. It all benefits the party. So if you lose the party primary, you can't run as an independent. Is that good for the American people? Does that give the American people the most voting choices? No, it does not. It doesn't at all. Good for the parties. That's This whole system has been rigged to benefit only the parties. E-bike fires soaring. I should go get an electric car. Let me know how it goes. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of other stories here. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, half of Americans believe new news organizations intended to deceive. Great deception going on. Yeah, I made the, I drew the analogy of this great deception that we're seeing going on now in the fall, Adam and Eve. The story of deception as well. And I think there's a lot of parallels. It was a, a saying I read, um, you know, people that can't understand, people that won't understand, people that don't want to understand, the people that do, it's very few. And it's really very true. First of all, most people are lazy thinkers. It's just a fact. They're lazy physically. They're lazy mentally. Not always both. You know, some, sometimes you have real thinkers that are lazy physically, right? you know, bookworms or, you know, things like that. And you get people that are not lazy physically and are go, 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 maybe muscle heads, whatever, running marathons. Eh, but they just don't like to think for themselves. You see these patterns all over the place. Most people fall into these categories, lazy or lazier, basically. Just tell me what to do. I can't tell you how many times in my life I've heard that. Just tell me what to do. I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not here to tell you. Why, why do I have to carry the burden of telling you what to do? This is what the, 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 the lazy people don't understand. And this has always been the basic fight with society, by the way. The lazy versus the lazier, because we're all lazy. <laughs> I think I'm some, you know, doing something. I got, I got friends of mine that are running circles around me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I ain't really getting lazy. I, I look at how much I do. I'm like, how much more can I do, for God's sake? Anyway, that's some of the stuff that I want to talk about. I wanted to say to you, I really wanted to just kind of hammer home two messages that I've been well, three, really. One is the, what I was just talking about. That's learning to think for yourself. Look at the information and, and see what conclusions you're really drawing. You know, what, what, what are you really concluding from the information that's being presented? Is it accurate? Can you verify any of it? And, you know, the, the, the answer of whether you believe something is not a yes or no question. It doesn't have to be. Do you believe it? Eh, maybe. A little bit. Sounds plausible. Doesn't mean I'm ready to dive in. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to remain remain skeptical with everything. That's what I wanted to say there. The words came to me. Might be the first time ever in the history of the podcast. See, I told you I was getting better. Remain skeptical. That's my message for you. That's number one. Number two, 
Remain diligent in your fight against gravity. <laughs> Especially weight training. I'm realizing as I'm getting back, I'm going to say resistance training now because I'm using all exercise bands and body weight almost exclusively. Almost exclusively. I don't know that I'll go back to dumbbells at all. We'll see. But I will say that resistance training, I'm really happy I took up that hobby most of my life. It served me well, and uh, even as I age, um, I'm hoping to keep my strength up. It means a lot to me. Feel better, feel more confident. Um, but either way, whatever you do, biking, walking, running, uh, I don't know, I'm not going to go list swimming, whatever you got to do, hiking in the woods, all good stuff. You don't have to have a structured exercise program, you know. You think Moses had a structured exercise program? I don't think so. He was ripped. He was walking up and down that mountain 15 times a day, carrying those heavy clay rocks, <laughs> right? He wasn't, he wasn't working out in the gym. You don't have to, but you've got to remain active. You've got to keep moving. And if you're not a mover, then maybe you ought to get moving. I don't want to. Do it anyway. I don't like to. Yeah, too bad. Do it anyway. Needs to become part of your life, part of your, as second nature as, as drinking water, eating, and going to the bathroom. You need to get outside. You need to exercise. And you need to remain very purposeful and diligent with that. You can start off slow. It's not a problem. And the third thing that I would say that I've been harping on, obviously, is to get yourself prepared. Prepared for what? Prepared for disruption in, in any and all services. Make a list. Food, water, Shelter, including heat, right? Personal protection, hygiene, medicines. Make that list, okay? Just the broad categories. Lighting. Talked about the importance of lighting. You know, if the electric grid goes down. I'm not talking about end of world apocalypse. People say, well, if the world's over, I'm just going to let myself die. Right, great. I'm glad to see you're a gung-ho survivalist. Obviously not. You may change your mind and you start getting hungry. But either way, let's suppose it's not. Let's just suppose that the local power plant goes down and they can't get the parts in because of the war in Ukraine or whatever. And you're not going to have power for three weeks. Three weeks without power. That is a long time, my friend. What are you going to do? Tell you what I'm going to do. I've got three 50-foot strands of solar cafe lights I can string throughout the house. I've got a minimum level of lighting done. I've got over 30 uh, uh, solar rechargeable light bulbs with a little hook on them. You can hang them under a shade. You can hang them on a door handle. One of these bulbs will light about a 10 by 10 room. Okay? I got 30 of them. I got plenty of LED light rechargeable that I can have light indefinitely. Cost me a whopping three, $400 for what I just rattled off. You don't have to spend that much. Don't get any cafe lights. The pack of two with a solar light bulb, start there. Go get two solar lights. How about a battery with a solar charger so at least you can keep your phone going in that scenario? You don't think that you wouldn't really appreciate that you took that little bit of preparation. How about a solar power battery that would accomplish all of these things and stick it in a backpack and keep it in your car? We have these things all over the place. I mean, lighting is like a second nature. And if all that fails... Because there's times in February here normally, I'm not here with my shirt off today, March. Um, it's usually cold and dreary here. I mean, we'll go weeks with gray and rainy. And it's not real fun. Well, it's not going to be real good for solar either. Well, guess what I have? Oil lanterns. 
it was also kick off a little heat. We have backup heat. But anyway, make your list and then write uh, columns three days. Then go uh, seven days and go 14 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Start there. How much do you need in each column? Okay, water. Now, you know, I don't keep 90 days water on hand. I keep about 30 days worth of water in the house. What am I going to do if I need it longer than that? I've got other provisions. I'm not going to walk you through the whole game plan. Financially speaking, and you don't have to go nuts. Get a couple of light bulbs. Get a little backup heat. Get some energy bars, long-term food stores. You know what? It's a little box just to get started. Just a little bit. Something happens. Break glass. Break glass in case of an emergency. Gives you a little peace of mind. How about your finances? Oh, Chris, you don't know. You don't know what I'm going through. Oh, I bet you I have an idea. Because I've been through it before, too. But you can get through it. And like anything else, you got to set a goal. You have a target. you got to keep track every day. And even if you're not saving, even if you're saving a quarter, a quarter every day is going to be $2 at the end of the week. $8 a month, $100 at the end of the year. And you say, what is that? It's $100 you otherwise didn't have. If it means the difference between eating and not could make a huge difference. But here's the bigger point. You'll find that even if you're like, man, I have no money in my budget. I'm going to give up my, my morning. I'm never going to go out for coffee or anything. I'm going to give it all up. I'm actually going to ride my bike to work one day a week to save on gas. And I'm going to save a quarter a day. You'll find that you end up saving a dollar a day. Like the returns on it are that great. I'm telling you firsthand. I've been telling you. A little sloppy with our budget over the last three years since we moved in. I'm not infinitely wealthy over here. I have money stacked to the to the to the ceiling. We have to live on a budget like anybody else, and we weren't doing a good job of it. And finally, I was like, Man, I got I got to rope this in. So here we are, early March. I'm like, wow, amazing, amazing the difference in my bank account. Yeah, it's meant sacrifice things that I otherwise would have bought that I didn't. But my point is, at the at nothing else, get yourself together financially right now. Things aren't looking good. There's a lot of big problems that we're facing and not a lot of solutions being offered. As a matter of fact, when you look at what's happening, the situations seem to be made purposely worse. And you can sit back and say, I wish it would stop. Me too. But it doesn't seem to be for whatever reason. Don't get yourself caught in the middle. Hey, I hope I wasn't too raspy. I just want to say a little what's up. Kind of run through some of the highlights from the week and say hello. Make sure I touch base since we had such a great week. Hopefully my voice will be back in action. We'll see Sunday, if not hopefully Monday. It'll be soon. I'll see you back then. In the meantime, make it a great weekend. Email me at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.